Welcome to Beautiful Imperfection. We are so happy you're here. In this podcast, we will discuss from week to week our identity in Christ. The beauty in our imperfection is Him. Let's get started. So last week, we're back again with Bontina and Lindsay and myself talking about the seasons of life, what that means for us just in our life in general, for the changes that occur, but also in our spiritual lives. What what do those mean? And so I mentioned Ecclesiastes 3 last week, and I want to read that now. So there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant, a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a to tear and a time to mend, tear and to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. There are times, this is not, um, this is just me. <laughs> there are times when we might feel overwhelmed to do everything at all at once. But Ecclesiastes reminds us to slow down, mm. to enjoy the time it takes to grow through each phase of our life as it comes and don't rush it. I think sometimes we tend to try to rush through every season of our life, good or bad, because we want to look at what's tomorrow or I, you know, I don't like this phase. I think as moms, we can be really guilty of saying, well, I really don't like the baby phase. It's just, you know, I want to see them grow. And then you, you know, oh, the diaper, they're over the diaper phase. I can't wait until I can't wait until. And I don't want to be one of those persons who, and I have been guilty of this in my life. Um, I just can't wait till this part's over because I want to get to the next part. And I don't want to lose the joy of what's happening today in my life. Even if it's hard times, there's things there that God's teaching us. And that should be joyful for us as a believer, not make us happy, but joyful in our heart that we can find something that, Hey, God's not done with me yet. So he's working in my life and he's cultivating those things that we talked about in spring. And now we're in summer and sometimes we just want to stop and relax in the summer and not think about those things, but the world's still turning. Right. Yeah. So when summer comes, what do we do with the things that we learned in the spring of our life? Let's back up and say that what we, what we usually do and what we should, shouldn't do. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I just always remember we're just very lazy during the summer. It's one of those times when we are as moms or as kids, they have times off. So it's like vacation mode. And a lot of us are um, not in the midst of our own schedule and we get to sleep in and, or we're planning vacations and enjoying rich food and nice um, sun and beach weather, whatever it is that um, you plan or like to plan to do um, during the summertime. And I think about that though, too, from a, 
worldly sense versus a Christian and Christian life sense of saying, wow, do we get off of our game though in the summertime sometimes? Mm -hmm. And I'm saying that in a sense of, if you think about where we are in seasons, it doesn't even have to be the summertime literally from June to August, but it could be a summertime in where we are or where you are currently in your season. So the definition of summer in your Christian life could be, I'm off my game. I'm off my game because I'm not in the word all the time. I'm not doing what I should be doing. I'm not focused on him. I'm focused on other things. And it's taking a lot of energy elsewhere versus putting it where it's most important. When I feel like we get um, into the dog days of summer, you know, the dog yeah. days are where it's <laughs> There's a know, song for that too. <laughs> the dog days of summer. Dog days of summer. And I feel like that is when you have those days in, in late August or September when it should already feel a little cool down, you know, mm-hmm. spiritually. You should be in that cool down mode. And instead you're in these long, hot days that just keep getting hotter. And like we joked last week is it rains and gets hotter again and you don't have refreshing. It's not mm-hmm. a refreshing rain. Mm-hmm. It's a hot, muggy rain. And you're not sitting on, you know, uh the porch hanging out with your family and you're not out doing fun things. You're still working, you're still doing and you're mm-hmm. toiling because whatever you we're supposed to do or needed to do spiritually in the spring didn't happen. You're Mm -hmm. suffering the Mm -hmm. dog days. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, we've all done that. We've all felt that. And that's why you're so mindful. The next time you get that chance to renew, Mm -hmm. you're going to renew. And, um, and it reminds me uh, as you were talking, I was looking at Matthew. So I got it right. But in the Sermon on the Mount, I know, I know. I'm like, I'm like, keep talking. I don't like keep talking, Lindsay. I gotta look it up. Slipping through my Bible. Um, because Searching for that address. I, it's so funny. I'm horrible at it. I can remember, but I can't remember. We so talked about that the other day. We were just talking about yes. that. How, how can I know what it says? Where's the, what's well, where's the, the verse? You know, yes. where's the verse? And where is it? Yeah, so. yeah. And and usually it's in multiple places. Mm-hmm. You know, and well, so, especially the Gospels. And it's, yeah. they confuse you because it's in three, it's, but not the fourth. Or right. Something, yeah. You know? like, I don't like, know. And I always picked the one it wasn't in to try to find it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I found this in Matthew about fruit. And I was thinking of our spiritual fruit. Mm-hmm. And it's where Jesus is preaching about how you're going to know who these false prophets are and who to listen to after him. And um, it says every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. So in the spring, like we were talking about, you could be growing them weeds. Mm-hmm. You could have the kudzu. You could have those things. And then in the summer, that's what's going to be in your garden and in your life. Or it could be the people who um, are bearing good fruit. And every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by the fruits, you will you will know them. Mm-hmm. So in the summertime of our lives, people are going to know what we're made of. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I think. So when you're in them dog days, you know, and you know, you're not on the right path and, and the right walk, you, you see it. And hopefully you have those people that your community with you who can tell you and help you and help you prune away again, burn up the bad stuff mm-hmm. and, and then bear good fruit. And, and it might be not a plentiful harvest that year, you know, right. it might be slim pickings, but yeah. you, what you have left is good, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I think. That's right. So, yeah, it's, I mean, you can't, you can't shortcut it. Mm. That's what I hear us saying. Um, We can't just um, float through whatever season we're in. We can, but it doesn't, but we're going to stay there. 
Yeah. You know, we're not going to move to the next place. We're not going to be able to grow in the place that we are. Um, and, you know, people realize whether we are truthful about what we're telling them by whether we're prepared or not. Mm -hmm. What have we done? I mean, we can talk to people about it all day, but if they see us, you know, let's just say as an, as a, a way of thinking about it, just laying around, never changing anything, which is not what we do, but I'm saying, you know, it would be easy to do that. Mm -hmm. We think it would be easy to do that. That's the key. And we think about things and we think, well, it'd just be easier not to. No, it's going to be hard at some point, maybe not today, but when you come against something else in your life and there was no preparation during whatever season you were in, you will not be ready for either what God had for you in the next season or you're going to suffer longer and longer and longer in the season that you're in and you don't want to be there. Yeah. Well, I think that think about an example of like, even, you know, in our lives, there's going to be good times and bad, right? So mm-hmm. um, if we are not continuing to prepare ourselves and um, establish and continue to keep on establishing that relationship with the Lord, if we can say all, every day that we are reading the Bible, but we're not, and we're pretending that, that we're doing that and going to church and not changing our lives, mm-hmm. then what happens when something abruptly happens in our lives? If there is all of a sudden diagnosis, if there is all of a sudden and, um, you know, attack on us, um, Mm -hmm. in some instance, um, then we're not going to either notice it, nor are we going to know how to prepare and respond in in a way that we would want to. Um, and, and it, it drags us down and almost takes us down to the point where we're, we're, we're in a fearful manner and responding to the Lord, um, negatively versus, um, an opportunity to grow closer to him. Well, so how, yeah, so yeah, how do we do yeah. that? I was going to ask you like, well, how do we do this summer? Right. Yeah. Like, you know, well, like, what's the, the, and a lot of times what we're talking about, that's when somebody walks away mm-hmm. instead of, okay, this has gotten too hard. And I, you know, I was, I thought, you know, when I become a Christian, I won't have any problems. Right. Um, when I become a Christian, things will be taken care of and I don't have to worry about it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, all those things Mm -hmm. are right. Right. No, (laughs) but that's what people think. Sometimes they think, okay, well, if I become a believer, then I don't have to pay my bills because God will take care of those. No. And, and that's what it means about, you know, when we're talking about growth, we have to do the things in the natural season. Mm hmm. Just like we would if we are a believer or a non-believer, but how we respond to those, how we react to those and what God does with those are diametrically opposed. They're so different that he wants to grow us. He wants to give us those things. And yes, we still have difficulty, mm-hmm. but we have somebody that goes through the difficulty with us. I think about um you know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they weren't spared from the fire, but God was in the fire with them, right? So they went through that process. Um, we have to go through processes. And then you've got Daniel in the lion's den. He was in the lion's den. God was in the lion's den with him, but he didn't keep him from going up against the line, lion. Or David and Goliath, um, God slung that stone. There's no way little David could have done that. Now, mm-hmm. he he didn't come out punching Goliath. But he defeated Goliath through David. He was with him. So, I mean, 
And that's in our lives when we go through difficult times. It's not that God's going to keep us this barrier. He will protect us, but he he's not going to keep us from necessarily being thrown into the fire. Mm-hmm. But when we're in the fire, he's with us there. And that's where the difference comes. So if we tend to run headlong ahead of him, then we're not growing. And we think sometimes I think Satan even gives us the delusion that, hey, we're further along than we thought we were. But if that's true, when you come up against difficulty, when you see someone who's going through a lot of things in their lives and maybe the world in general doesn't know, maybe the church in general doesn't know, but you know that that person's going through great difficulty and God's in the midst of the difficulty with them, you see a difference in how that person responds. Mm-hmm. Um so is that how you win summer, I guess? Or is that's that how you, how you win summer? Okay, yeah, you I just like, got to continue yeah, to, obedience. Do, mm-hmm. to be obedient in the times where summer's hot and you don't like it. And you, you know, are sometime whatever season you're in, it's the obedience. It's the continually leaning upon God. It's the continual intentionality of growth. I mean, think about, you know, Jesus and and we talk about, um, in the Bible, really, when you look at it, there's, I don't know, six or seven major events that they mention him in, but there's like periods of years in between, like his birth to the temple, from the temple to, you know, to the, to the garden or to the wilderness, to the, there's, there's these spaces of years. Do you think, I don't think this, but I, do you think that he was just sitting around doing nothing, waiting for the next event because he knew it was coming? Mm-hmm. Or was he preparing his heart, his life, his mind for the things that he knew was coming? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely doing the, the latter. Yeah. And we have that example from Ruth and Boaz, because mm-hmm. when we biblically look back at that story of Ruth, she wasn't just sitting around waiting on something to happen to her. She right. was out working and gleaning and listening to her advisor, which mm-hmm. was her mother-in-law. Right. And, uh, and that's when Boaz noticed and took favor on her. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, I, I always looked at that as a love story until I heard a sermon once actually comparing it to like the redemption and preparing for Christ. It's one of the first examples we have of like right. literature that would do that for us. And, yeah. and I think of that when we're talking about that, especially summer and gleaning and harvest yeah. and, and things, I think of that story too and how, yeah, Jesus was not waiting around. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the, the funny anecdote of that, I guess, is I get frustrated, but I get it is every time Mary asked him to do something, he called her woman. And I'm like, well, now <laughs> Cause I can see Jesus probably busy. Right. Yeah. It's like, Hey woman. What? And it's like, no, no, that's your mama. Like, you know? <laughs> And I know it's in translation yeah. and different things, yeah. but yeah. like, that yeah. might be one of those, uh, yeah. one of those funny parts of the Bible that, um, so when you're busy, you are more direct, right? So Jesus mm. is oh, no, babe, if he calls me woman, I'm going to pep up. <laughs> yes, <Amen>. Lord. <laughs> hey, woman. Yes, Lord. Yes. Because yes. So. I mean, I got to know that woman. Go mean something. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's fun, you know, to think about that and, and picture what Jesus was doing, you know, (laughs) like it's, I don't know. I, those are the things. And and will we ever know? I don't know because God doesn't promise us we're ever going to know all these things. You know, I don't know what's going to happen in heaven aside from the little things we know about it. Yeah. Um, but 
but I'm interested. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I want to know these things. And I think it's important that in the summer, if we want to say that summer might be kind of a dark time for growth, maybe because you mm-hmm. really, you know, there's not a lot. Great. I mean, everything's frying. The trees are withering. We're withering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, Those things, if you want to talk about maybe as that being a dark time, um, what do we do in the dark times of our life? And those are the times that what we say we do really make a difference. Mm-hmm. So if we're going into summer, it's important that we have the obedience, that we have the background, the new things, the things that we learned in the spring. And we've taken that and it's like a building block, kind of yeah. like Legos, like, if you will. They build on each other. Yeah. They're continuing yeah. to grow. So if you don't have a good foundation in that sense, then it right. continues to wither down yeah. and you keep on striving. And and, and if we don't keep growing, that's what, like you said, Lindsay, about someone who, you know, is coming up against all these things. What do they do? Well, they just, they run. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, and sadly, that's going to cause a lot of difficulty in their mm-hmm. lives because yeah. you don't arrive ever. Until Jesus comes, um, you know, we're always growing. We're always supposed to be learning and and changing things in our lives to make them the seasons that God intends them to be. Um, so, so I feel like some are short and it does actually feel short. short, you know, in real life short, but yeah. it is, it's a short season. Maybe even how we feel spiritually, summer right. might be short. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it is. And I, I mean, I think it all works together. And as we go through all the seasons of nature, the way that things are broken down, but, and then yeah. we apply those, all those things to our life, they all work together That's right. for the end result. Well, and summer doesn't have to be that, that time of, of, you know, bad times either. I mean, if you build a good foundation, then you're continuing to flourish, right? And right. you have that good understanding and you're starting right. to really continue to build. So it's like, I use... I'm thinking about working out. I, you know, if you build a good foundation of the, like of a, of a process and you're creating habits and good habits, then you're, you're being able to, to thrive and strive and move forward to continue to keep on moving towards your goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and summer is also like a time of like, wow, I look back and I'm like, yes, I, I did something good and I'm continuing to keep on moving forward even more so. And, you know, I, I created that foundation. Now it's, it's easier. It gets easier and easier. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning you created a habit that actually you can take and keep on moving forward. And you're starting to show as an example uh, to others. Exactly. That's exciting that too. Exciting. So I say that of being a meaning of opportunity too. Like it doesn't have to be always a stillness where you don't see the Lord. It's also actually, if you're doing some of the right things, it is actually a cool season to be in and, um, exciting season. Like summer is exciting to us too, from a, like planning a vacation and taking the rest time too, or, but you know, in our spiritual life, it could be very exciting as well um, because you've been the, able to celebrate some and the successes. Thing about it is, is and in God's word, it it never returns void for one, but it's always alive and active. Absolutely. And so when we don't allow it to be alive and active in our own lives, mm-hmm. then we lose what God's trying to do. And I really don't want to miss anything he has, you know? Absolutely. And not. so whether it's spring, summer, winter, or fall, a fall or winter, I can't even get them together. But anyway, you know, in Florida, we don't have it's them. A, yeah. we don't, have <laughs> don't worry. We don't, don't have to worry about it. But um, I think it's important for us to remember that no matter if the grass withers and the flower fades, the word of the Lord still stands forever. That's in Isaiah 40. And I think it's so important for us to remember that, that his word is always there for us. And it's, um, it's, 
even though things wither and things fall away, the Lord, the, the word of the Lord remains strong. And all we got to do is follow it, look for it, obey it and allow God to work in our lives. So that doesn't bring us to the end of the literal summer, (laughs) but next week we're going to look at the fall or the autumn, whichever you call that. And um, that's an exciting time too. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you have gleaned something of value that will help you in your day-to-day lives and draw you closer to living fully in who God designed you to be. Until next time, you are beautiful in His sight. If you've been thinking and listening to us and wondering, how can this become a reality in my life? How How can my identity be in Christ? and you've never received him, I'd like to give you the opportunity to do that right now by praying a sinner's prayer. It's a very simple prayer, and it goes like this. Lord, thank you so much for loving me. Thank you for going to the cross and dying for my sins. I open up my heart. I ask you to come in. Please forgive me for everything that I've done and help me to walk with you as I follow you in my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you prayed that prayer, we would love to connect with you and help you as you start your life in Christ. Please visit thebestnews.org.